Welcome to the Tour Junkies Fantasy Golf Podcast. This is an interview with a music legend and major golf fan, Darius Rucker. What's up, everybody? Thanks for downloading the Tour Junkies podcast. I am super excited about this episode with Darius Rucker, of course, the lead singer for Hootie and the Blowfish, and now an amazing solo career, Grammy-winning, just legend of a human being. Fantastic interview on the way for you. He's a big golf fan. We talk about his best bud, Tiger Woods, and a uh, a little trash talk from Tiger. We talk about if Darius were the PGA commissioner for a day, and wait till you hear about his experience at the 2016 Hazeltine Ryder Cup as a member of the U.S. team VIP guest. Absolutely amazing story, had no idea. But we get a lot of other content covered too. You do not want to skip any parts of this podcast. It's fantastic. We really appreciate Darius coming on. This episode is sponsored by our friends at mybookie.ag. That's where we go to gamble. If you want to bet on the on the NFL, golf, NBA, whatever it is, go to mybookie.ag. Use promo code TOURJUNKIES, all lowercase, all one word, when you sign up, and you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. You put 100 in, they give you 100 to play with. It's very simple. They're extremely responsive, great customer service, and the best website and mobile website you could possibly ask for. If you're into gambling whatsoever, we highly recommend mybookie.ag, promo code TOURJUNKIES, all one word, all lowercase, for that 100% deposit bonus. All right, let's get to it. Darius waits no longer. Here we go. All right, Darius, how you doing, man? How you doing? Thanks for coming on the podcast this week. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. Obviously, uh, you're accomplished in so many ways, but we really want to tap into the golf side of Darius Rucker. Uh, on this interview we know you're a big golf fan huge sports fan um and we got to talk about it right up front you know we're from augusta georgia based out of augusta talk to us about opportunities that you've had to play the augusta national how many times have you played it Uh, and maybe your your most memorable moment out there oh goodness i've gotten to play this several times Uh, i'm blessed to have a lot of friends who are members there and they're they're always nice enough to take me out and you know, let me play around, but, uh, oh goodness. I've got so many great memories out there. Oh, oh goodness. I guess my biggest memory is I was playing a nice match with a couple with a couple guys coming down and I, uh, I was on 18, you know, that tight little shoot, that tight little shoot. I was pulling it all day, but I've been playing the pole and I was so scared because I was pulling in the woods and I was pulling that trap and I hit this monster drive. that was just perfect. And it landed in the middle of the fairway and, Oh, I guess that was about, I think I remember like 145 out or something like that, you know, uphill and it's going to do it's up the hill in a little breeze. And I hit a seven iron to about two inches to win a lot of it. To, to, and, I, and that was still one of the greatest golf shots I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's well done. Who's, uh, yeah. what's like a, what's, what's a, what's a really interesting group that you played with out there? Anybody we'd know? Uh, I mean, out with Peyton, you know, me, Peyton, yep. and uh, Stokely played one day. That was awesome. You know, one group I saw that which is, I'll never forget, I'm playing with some buddies, and we're on one, and they're on nine, and, you know, it's, it's Roger Goodell and, and, and Larry Fitzgerald. And, and I'm like, oh, my, you know, I go over there, and I meet him, and Larry Fitzgerald calls me sir, and I realize how old I am for the first time. <laughs> it, was, it was great. 
Nice. Well, you know, in terms of your golf game, what are some things – so what part of your golf game are you best at and what part of your game do you just struggle with the most? If I had a short game at all, I'd be a two. If I could – if I could – if I had any clue what to do chipping the ball <laughs> or out of the sand, if I had a clue, I, I could be a two. I'm like a – I got to like 5.9 now or something. And you okay. know, I think I have the tee pretty good. I, I, I hit my driver pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I can usually – find it afterwards and usually it's either in the rough or in the fairway but uh if i had a short game at all i would be a really good player yeah yeah see uh so you're you're a ball striker you're you're just a total ball yeah. striker i like that yeah. well i know oh, yeah. you're, and i got like you're, a, i got i got like a, i got like a short game like thing in my front yard and i still suck <laughs> keep, keep grinding man um we know you're we know you're a pxg guy and when we've had we've had bob parsons on the podcast before and, and he's just one of my absolute favorite human beings um do you have most people that know that have met bob parsons at least once have a a memorable interaction with bob or the first time meeting him was, was interesting do you have any have you have you got a chance to meet bob parsons and if so any, any memorable interactions with that guy Oh, Bob's a really good friend. Bob's Bob and I are really good friends. We uh we text each other all the time. We we see each other. I joined Scottsdale National, you know, which oh. you know, I joined out there because of Bob. And it's such a great course. And uh, you know, everybody's got, got Bob and I have done so many things together, and we've done. You know, I guess my one of my first memories, one of my best memories of him is uh we uh we uh I played a show for him. And it was crazy because, like, Bob has this a party this weekend for his employees and friends, and he booked bands. And, like, we played – the night before we played, Justin Timberlake played. Mm. And then we played at, like, 9.30 in the morning, and these people were partying at 9.30 in the morning. They were ready to go. <laughs> and, Bob and I, Bob and I played golf after that, and uh, he asked me about a patch I have on one of my straps. And uh, I have a first, first Marine Division patch on one of my straps for a friend of mine. And ever since then, you know, well, he was so he thought that was yeah the story I told him was so great that he just ever since then I'm his boy. You know, Bob always looking at him. Bob is a Bob is just an he's a great movie. guy. He's just a great guy, man. He uh, he was a blast on our on our podcast. We interviewed him maybe a little over a year ago, and um, he's just he's an he's a riot. What's your best score on the Bad Little Nine? I'm sure you've gotten to play that a little bit, right? Oh, goodness. My battle of nine, my best score was seven over. I shot seven over once, and I was so proud of that because you know how hard that part nine is. That part that part three is. God, it's so hard. But, uh, seven yeah, over is not over bad on day. the bad little nine with a guy with a shit short I was, game. That's, that's not terrible. Yeah, I was playing so well that day. I was, I was playing really well that day. <laughs> I, I hit almost that's every green, good. but you know how hard that is. You know how hard it is to hit those greens, but I hit almost every green that day. Well, we've not had a chance to play it, but we'll uh, no, hopefully one day we'll we'll make that happen. Um, well, I know you're I know you're kind of buddies with Patrick Reed. Um, and I think he's tried to help you with your short game a little bit. I don't know, man. Um, he, we might need to we might need to fire him and move on to somebody else for your short game lessons. But have you <laughs> any any thoughts on his recent tweet shitstorm from Fenway Park a, a week or two ago? Did you see that? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> That's so Patrick right there. What was your – I mean, oh, give us your that. thoughts on that. Patrick Reed is one of my favorite people on tour. He, he, I think he gets a bad rap. Patrick's a good dude that gets a bad rap who is really, I think – I mean, he, he's doing all – you know, he's, he's working on his 
his image, whatever. Patrick's a great guy. And when I saw that, I just, my first thought was, he's freaking hilarious. That's Patrick Reed. He's hilarious. <laughs> he was just being funny. And people like went crazy. I was like, I get it, man. That's, my, that's P. Reed. That's my boy right there. <laughs> oh, the, the comments uh, were, were unreal. I mean, there were so he many was getting des- on He was getting destroyed he, on Twitter. And, and dude, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. I saw a lot of the comments, and I was, just, and I was just like, and the thing is, if 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 Rory says that, or if if if, uh-huh. if Ricky Fowler says that, or Tiger says that, people laugh. Most people laugh and go, "That's pretty funny." You know, Patrick Reed, you know, Patrick could go out and do something great, and people are going to talk about something negative about him. I, that's just awful because he's a great guy. <laughs> oh, that was uh, he, he got a lot of action on that tweet for sure. Um, well, who are some? Who are some golfing buddies of yours? Like when you when you go play, oh, you you know it's it's not a pro am or something like that. Who are you playing with? Uh, you know I play with Tiger, play with Furyk. Uh, you talk about the guys on tour, right? Or no, well, play, I was just thinking anybody, but yeah, celebrities. Oh, I, I, I got, there's a lot of guys. Alfonso Rivera is a really good player. We play golf together. You know, yeah, my, yeah. One of my favorite people in the world. One of my favorite people in the world to play golf with is Sam Jackson because all we do is talk trash. Oh God, how funny would that, that guy be? <laughs> I, mean, I love him. He is, and he's a good player too, and he usually beats me. So you know, I'm just talking trash just because I've just got nothing else to do. I'm just losing money. But uh, you know, oh, goodness, there's so many. I mean, there's tons of guys. Uh, Brian Erlacher. Uh, oh, on the tour, you know, you got Tiger, of course, who's one of my best buddies. Uh, you know, I played. You know, Ricky Fowler's become a buddy. Pretty much that whole Ryder Cup team from last year become real good buddies of mine, which I love. But uh. It's 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 really cool and crazy being the golf guy in music because you know I, that's what I've come to grips with. I am the golf guy in music, and but yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes me get to play. I I get to play great golf with a bunch of guys, and I also get to play the best course in town. You know, that's yeah. pretty cool. You've cornered the market. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, one of your boys, uh, Carl Paulson, told us a little bit about some kind of. <laughs> awful, awful combination of Camus wine and Hamburger Helper that you you're apparently you're apparently a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that one night. One night I I went to I'll just give you the Reader's Digest version of the story. I went to uh, Napa one 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 day with my one weekend with my wife and we bought a bunch of Camus and got it all shipped back home and and my wife is out with her friends and so I'm cooking dinner for me and my my son and my daughter and you know. We'll, What's Daddy gonna cook? I'm, I'm gonna cook. I want to keep. I'm gonna cook. Uh, I'm gonna cook hamburger helper. And so I'm cooking a hamburger helper, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I cook it up, and I put it down, and I got this little glass of Camus. I got a glass of Camus that's sitting there, and I'm we're eating, and I look at it, and I go, Oh, I have to tweet that. <laughs> hamburger helper and Camus. I got. I got to tweet that. <laughs> oh Lord, that's special. Oh, yeah. Good that's days. Awesome. Good days. So, all right, I, I got to ask about Tiger because you, you mentioned your good buddies. You know, what is your favorite or or maybe your best Tiger story? Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We'll get right back to it. I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. If you like betting on golf, the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. You can bet on the next Pope. You can bet on the next presidential election. You can bet on Justin Bieber's best man when he gets married. You can bet on all kind of stuff. And every now and then they throw out a few special bets for Tour Junkies followers. It's a fantastic site to bet on. And listen, we know personally, we've been betting with these guys over a year now. 
Anytime we've had an issue, anytime we've had a question, it's so quick to be resolved. You can call them, talk to a real person, easy to understand, easy to get through. Their email support's fantastic. They've got a great Twitter presence. If you're on Twitter, you can tweet them and they'll answer questions. They're hilarious. They're great people. We've had great interactions with our friends at mybookie.ag. So if you're looking for a spot to gamble, you need to head over to mybookie.ag. When you sign up, if you use promo code TOURJUNKIES, all one word, promo code TOURJUNKIES, when you type that in when you sign up and you make an initial deposit of $50 or more, they will match that deposit 100% up to $1,000. Let's not get crazy. We're not going to do like $10,000 matches here, but up to $1,000, they'll match it, and you can start playing with some house money. It's that easy. Their mobile site is the best in the business from your phone. It's so clean, so easy to use. Website is friendly. It's really just a great site, and they've supported the Tour Junkies show for a long time. So if you guys are interested, check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code TOURJUNKIES, all one word, and get yourself that 100% deposit bonus. All right, thanks for listening. Let's get back to the podcast. Oh, goodness. First of all, I got tons. Most of them I can't tell. But I got, <laughs> no, I got, hey, we can, I edit, got we can edit things out. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a uh, – this, this this explains – I would, this is a story about Tiger that explains our relationship so much. So I go out one day, and, like, we're all – I'm always telling the trash to because I've never beat him in golf. We play a lot of golf together. I've never beat him. Every time he takes money from me, no matter how many strokes he gives me, no matter what happens, I just can't. Seem to beat him, and and he does this thing that he does all the time. On 17 or 16, he'll go, "Hey man, you know what you're doing wrong all day, right?" And I'm like, "Can you tell me yeah. that on the third hole?" Uh, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> but he, t- yeah, he tells you on 16 when when, and then you go out and you'll be far in, but you got no chance. You know, it's over. And but uh, so one day I'm all excited. I go to my home course, Bulls Bay here in, in uh here in in, in uh Charleston, and I'm so excited. I go out and I play the best round of my golf of my life. I shoot 68. I mean, I, yeah, I shoot 60, and I'm so excited. I'm coming home, and I'm texting my buddies, and I text Tiger. I go, yo, bro, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm coming to, I'm coming down to Florida. I got you. I shot 68 today. And my text back wasn't great shooting, dude. It wasn't, hey, buddy, good round. My text back was, yeah, but anybody could shoot 68 from the ladies' team. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, that is awesome. Um, who's the worst dancer out of all the golfers that you know? Oh, goodness. There's a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> Tiger's not a very good dancer. Uh, Tiger's not a very good I, – I was waiting. He was not a very good dancer. Furyk, uh, not a very good dancer. Love him. John Daly, not a very good dancer. No. Uh-uh. Oh, well, he can but, sing. Uh, he just can't dance. Huh? He can sing. He can sing and he can play guitar. but he's not a very Yeah, he's got some dancer. rhythm, but – you know, there's some. I heard there's some guys. I heard. I, I've never seen it, but I heard Fowler can really go. Uh, somebody told me one day that Jordan Spieth can really dance, and I was like, I don't believe it. I would love to <laughs> see it. <laughs> I would love. I don't know if I believe that either. Yeah, I'm a, I'll have to see I that. Saw Kim, uh, I saw Kim, I, I saw Kevin Kisner at at the, the event we played for him, and I, I'm pretty much uh, about the fact that Kevin Kisner is an awful dancer. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> So all right, well then, what's your best kids story? You know, you got a good tiger story. Give us, give us a good kids story. Oh, you know, kids is a kids is a kids is an old teacher. Is my teacher, so I've heard a lot of kids stories. But uh, you know, kids is that guy. We we, we go out and play we go out and play golf, and you know, we've had a really good night the night before, 
And we're playing golf. Me and Charles are playing golf. And, you know, kids, you know, he's not playing too hard at the beginning. You know, get a little lead. And then all of a sudden, he realizes that he might lose. And then that pro stuff comes out. <laughs> you know, that's a good – he's like, I'm over. But he's like, hey, let me get a beer because i got to start playing some good golf here. But, uh, kids is a, he's a good friend. I, I love that guy. <laughs> he's not cocky at all, is he? Oh, no. I wasn't cocky. I, I'm not gonna give that. He's very confident. <laughs> He's very yeah. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So I gotta ask if you were if you were the PGA Tour commish, what would you change about the game? I, you know, we've seen some recent rules changes as far as the USGA and the RNA, but you know, as far as like the rules, venues, uh, exemptions that people get, how how tour events are broadcast, what would be what would be your agenda if you were the commish? Oh, great question, man. That, I mean, ever since you started the question, you've had me just a thousand things running through my head. You know, a lot of people are talking now about the, the length of the, of, the, of, of, of the golfers, you know, with the technology they got right now. I think, I think if I were to do anything, I would, make, I would make one ball for everybody, which, of course, you can't do because that would kill an industry, let alone, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you can't do it. But the, the balls are so different, and the clubs are so different, and those guys are hitting it so far. And I, I would just go to one ball for everybody. All right, so I know you love fantasy football. Have you ever played <laughs> fantasy? Have you ever played fantasy golf though, on like DraftKings? Yes, or, I played anywhere else. On DraftKings, I played several times. Yes, and I have. We have me and my buddies around here have a fantasy golf league called the Majors, which is always awesome. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, we like that. That's about all. That's mostly what we talk. We love that. Yeah, uh, Darius, you, you need to start listening to our show so you can beat all your friends. I, I, hey, what makes you think I don't listen to the show? I'm already beating them. What makes you think I don't listen to your show? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Good answer. We were born at night, but not last night, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, this is my favorite question that we have written down. I can't wait to ask this one. All right. So I'm sure you've seen the, the movie Anchorman. If, yeah. if, you, if there's a, just a street-style fight, who wins between Hootie and the Blowfish, Dave Matthews Band, and Blues Traveler? And that's, we're talking like oh, John Popper, Blues Traveler. That, when he was still fat. have to fight like – like we're fa- we're fighting like individually, right? Like like we're not all in there together. If it's individually, who do you win? Because Sony's crazy, Dean's strong as an ox, and Mark is just going to fight to the death. And uh, and you know, Dave and those guys are Dave and those guys are like you know they're cool like they're cool they're that cool hippie band kind of you know and, you know we we we're that stupid pop band that just doesn't know much better. So I think I would take us in that fight if we if it was the numbers were even. Dave's got a few more members in his band than we do, so we might be in trouble. And so does Blues Traveler. And, you know, John might pull out one of those guns he got, too. And that messes everything up. <laughs> I, I was wondering what, what Hopper and the Blues Traveler were going to bring to the bring to the Oh, yeah. Fight there. John's a gun aficionado. He's a gun aficionado, so he he's, might just whip one of those he, out and then party he's over. Gonna be He's going to be slinging harmonicas in people's faces. That's what he's going to be doing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't want to get punched by John Popper. I don't. No, that's a lot behind that. If you're talking about John Popper yeah, in the '90s, want... there's a lot more behind that. Yeah, John Popper in the '90s. Yeah, I don't get to, I don't get punched by him now, especially not in the '90s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, la- all right, last question for me, and then I'm going to let David finish this up. But, all right, so you're on death row. You got one meal and one final adult beverage. What are you having? I'm having this this dish is a restaurant here. I think it's the best restaurant in Charleston called Fig. And they have this uh, dish called gnocchi bouillonnaise, which they make this ricotta gnocchi. And then they put this amazing bouillonnaise on it. And, and it is by far the best meal I've ever had in my life. And so I'd go with that. And my drink would probably be a bottle of Camus 41. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's it. I like that. I like that. David's not much of a wine aficionado, but no, we we were wondering if it was going to be the Camus hamburger helper combo again, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Carl, Carl, Carl will be disappointed. Um, no, all right, dude, I got like four quick hitters here, and then we're going to wrap up with a little Ryder Cup discussion. You, you up for it? All right. Absolutely. All right. You're at a casino. What's your game of choice? Blackjack is the only game I play. All right. Any tips? What's your what's your go to strategy? What are you telling yourself when play you're sitting at the table? <laughs> play, play by, by the book. book. <laughs> play by the book. Mine is mine is no Asian dealers. The 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 Asian dealers <laughs> always take my money. If you can find uh, anyone but an Asian dealer, you're good. I, they <laughs> always take right my there. money. <laughs> it's true. They always take my money. I don't know what it is. Um, That's messed up. <laughs> all right, who is your first? Who was your first concert you ever saw? Oh, goodness. The first concert I ever saw without my mom was uh, uh, Def Leppard in 84 in Atlanta. Nice. Doing the Pyro- Pyromania Tour. Where was it? Pyromania Tour in Savannah. Mom still doesn't nice. know I went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Mine was Travis Tritt in Augusta. Awesome. I love that. Um, awesome. I love Travis. All right. Who are some of your favorite artists to listen to outside of country music? Mm. Oh, goodness. Oh, I, I mean, this, you know, R.E.M. will always be, you know, the most important band to me ever. Uh, the Beatles I love. Uh, Notorious Big. Stevie yep. Wonder. Uh, I love, you know, there's like the the thing that's always been big for me is albums. Like there's certain albums. Like there's no not, REM and the Beatles and and Al Green are probably an exception to this rule. But most people I love, they have one or two albums that blow my mind. You know, and and, uh, and so there's so many guys out there for me in the last like now I very very list. I still listen to new music and I'll put on the radio and hear some stuff. But I still you know I just go listen to one of those old records and just go man, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. REM, Athens, Georgia. Go yeah. dogs! I know, you, I know you love that. Uh, yeah, I knew you had to say that. Take, <laughs> yeah, go dogs! Take Clemson, take Clemson with you. Go dogs and take Clemson with you. <laughs> uh, we took that beat right. down. We took the beat down. You, you guys did. You guys did. You're, you're up and coming. Took, I, I see. We see Georgia you over Georgia. there in Columbia. See Georgia's you. for real, man. Georgia's yep, for real. We are. We're excited. By the way, uh, Kirby Smart is Pat's doppelganger. You'll have to look at. You'll have to look that up here in a little bit. <laughs> I will. I, I will look that up. But the fact that you already listened to us, you should have already known that. But you know, we'll we'll see how that. No, goes. I don't know. Um, I don't listen to you, man. I don't see you. I just listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What last one? Then I want to do Ryder Cup. What's your favorite song you've ever written? I'm sure you've been asked that question before. 
I've been asked that too many times. I I, I don't really have a favorite just because you know you write so many songs and yeah and 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 usually my favorite is the one I the last the last one I wrote just because it's the newest. It's you know it's something you <laughs> yeah. just did. It's fresh. But I think the most important song I ever wrote was Rather Cry. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was the song that that made people go. This kid's a songwriter. Yeah. This is probably one of my all-time favorite songs on the planet by anyone. Well, thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for that one. Um, all right, man. Real quick, let's talk Ryder Cup. So we're going to Ryder Cup right. in Paris. Unfortunately, you will not be there. But you were a VIP guest in 2016 um, at Hazel Team. So, and we were there as well. Um, what what moment stood out the most for you there? Ooh, there was. On the golf course, there's a lot of moments, but uh, you know, Davis Love and I go back just way back. Just like Furyk and I go back, I'm so disappointed because I was actually supposed to be the guy driving Furyk around this year at, in Paris, and we book shows. And I can't do it, and uh, but I was riding with uh, I was driving Tiger around with Noda, and 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 when I got there, I'll just tell you the quick reader's version again. I got to you know Davis called me up and said you ever been to the Ryder Cup, and I was like no. I played I think maybe six or seven uh, charity shows for Davis maybe five or six charity shows for Davis. And he's like, well, you know, dude, I want you to come out and be my guest. So I'm like, all right, I'll go hang out, be under the ropes. I get there, man. And somebody meets me at the hotel and says, you know, after you put your stuff down, Mr. Love wants you to meet him in the player's room. So I'm thinking I'm going to go in the player's room. It's going to be, you know, a bunch of people and the team. And I go in the player's room and it's the captain, the wives, the players, and Jack and Barbara Nicholas. That's the only people in there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and so I, I get in there, and I sit down, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh. I said, Davis, am I supposed to be here? And he said, yeah. He said, you're part of the team. You're part of the team. And for the rest of the weekend, Davis, I was part of the team. I was in meetings, like deciding which players going. Davis really made me a part of the team. And my favorite what? moment, my oh, I was, in, I was in the meetings deciding who was playing together and stuff like that. And Davis, awesome. Davis. The, the the moment that I without doubt that I'll never forget is we're in the room and we we just finished dinner and Davis's team meeting and the team's walking out. I'm sitting there talking to to, to you know Mr. Nicholas and Barbara and 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 Davis looks at me and says, "Darius, you coming?" So I get up and I go, "Oh my goodness, yeah, I'm coming." And so I go to the players' meeting with the captains and the moment that I'll never forget. Is everybody saying a little something? And Jordan Spieth stood up and said, "You guys, we should win every match tomorrow." And I and they went out and almost did it. Yeah, it was the first day, and it was. I mean, it gives me chill. I'm getting chills right now thinking about it because I really. Yeah. Sitting there and I didn't say anything. I'm sitting there and I'm watching them, and I think to myself, "We are going to destroy this team." I really. The, we hadn't played one one ball hadn't gone in the air, and they were talking to each other, and I said to myself. They are going to destroy this team, and they went out and did it. Wow, that that's awesome. Yeah, we were, uh, yeah, we were there. Obviously, slightly different experience, but um, it basically gets <laughs> killed every every uh, every time we talk about it too. Um, it was it was unreal. Um, well, and then of course you also have. To, I hate to do this, but you also have to talk about. No. Uh, I looked. At, I looked at Patrick Reed. I looked. Up, I looked. At, Every up to team member, I was looking up there, what their every you know the Wikipedia, and so when I when I got to Patrick Reed, it said, "Who's your favorite singer of all time? Who's your favorite musician of all time?" And it's the Darius Rucker. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, wow, that's a little crazy, but okay. And 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 so we're sitting there, and the the Rory Patrick 
Oh. Match. I oh. am assigned. I am assigned to Patrick Reed. I'm I'm assigned to to make sure he's got sandwiches or make sure he's got water, make sure he's got a Coke, whatever Patrick Reed wants. I'm there. And that hole where they did where where Rory made the long one and then Patrick made the long one and did yeah. the finger whack. I'm a I am maybe seven yards from Patrick when he's doing the work. And I mean the chills I'm getting right now just think about that. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Were so were you there on on one on Sunday in their match? Yes, I was living the whole day. Yeah, on Sunday we, I was we living were, the whole day. We were on we were greenside, and a lot of people forget that hole because oh, Reed yeah. like duck hooked his tee shot, chunked his second yep. shot, hit his third shot at like twenty feet. Rory hits the second in the bunker, gets up and down for par. Rory or Reed had like twenty feet for par to push, and he made it on the first made hole. It. Made it, and me and Pat. It lost our mind like I let out a, a noise like a primal scream that I'd never <laughs> done before I was so freaking jacked it, that that That's moment funny. was unreal and I can't talk about it without getting chills myself either That's oh, I'm, I'm getting chills right now I'm yeah. driving to the golf course with my son right now getting chills telling you this story That's awesome, man. thank you dude we really appreciate your time you are a uh, incredible human and uh we, we're honored to have you on the Tour Junkies podcast, for sure. Well, thank you, guys, man. I enjoyed talking to you guys. I had a real good time today.